Ghana Talks Radio in a mix. In a mix. The best music in the world. The best. Best music. My favorite station. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yes. More. 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 Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Ecstatic, maybe. Yeah. Radio. Uh, it's 2 30 pm right here in our crowd, and we are live on Ghana Toss Radio. Uh, my name is Lancer Harona, and we are here uh, with another edition of the Cubicle, another sports review segment. As you know, today being Thursday, Come your way with all the sporting events, the stories that happened within from Monday uh, to yesterday, Wednesday, and then we take a look at what will happen tomorrow and on the weekend. When the things go harder, stronger than Omega. So, from wherever you are tuning across the globe, I want to see what comes to you. When the things go harder, the cubicle live you're gonna toss you man you are streaming live from Anya in the greater Accra region and we are live on www.ganatosradio.com you can also join this feed or watch us live on Facebook and on YouTube at Ghana Talks Radio uh, we have a lineup of some interesting stories to, for you as we all know yesterday there was a very very big clash in the English Premier League, where Manchester City beat Arsenal by three goals to one, and the result is that Man City is now top of the league. Has Arsenal finally or ultimately bottled the league? Even though they have one game at hand. Uh, also, Chelsea were playing the Champions League yesterday. They lost to Dortmund by a single goal. I will take a look at some of the uh, other Tuesday features in the UCL. And then today being Thursday, Europa is on. We have two giants of European football. That is Manchester United and Barcelona going head to head in the Europa playoffs just today, Thursday. Uh, 
Solaxa said so we have a lot of good stories to discuss today right here. So you have to stick and stay with us. Uh, very soon after, I will introduce my guest for the day to help us with some insight into these stories. And more right here on, on the cubicle on Ganato Studio. My name is Lance Lawrence. We'll take a very, very short break. When we come back, I introduce my guest. And then we go right into the discussion. This has been or this is the cubicle live on Ganatos Radio. Stay tuned, we'll be right back after this. Nami the cousin legendary, your one and only host for Nigerian Davu. Afalai make you join me every Wednesdays and Saturdays from 12 to 1.30 p.m. As I go to summer with the latest news and gist directly from Obodo, Nigeria. Don't forget to still catch up on all our previous episodes of Nigerian Davu on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook Podcasts, and via our website www.ganatalksradio.com or make you Google carriers for your pocket by downloading our Ghana Talks Radio app via Android, Google Play, and iOS App Store. Make you feel enjoy our other Sengemenge shows. Follow us on our social media platforms at Ghana Talks Radio for other interesting stories with the draw from Optomot. No talks here, no tell you. Omo yami, oya jimasun. Alright, this is Villa Showbiz Entertainment Show right here on Ghana Talks Radio. Join me every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT as I interview artists all over Ghana. But it's not about pulling knife, pulling gun, or any stuff. No, you are not a gangster. Alright. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you normally go to the ghetto? The, uh, ghetto there, no matter what, it will be there. So, so uh, do you do it? Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> They want to touch your foot, I swear. Santiago. I will also bring you new songs of the week. Top 10 songs of the week. Ghana Talks Radio giving the youth a voice. This is Ghana Talks Radio. The best station rocking in the nation. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertainment yeah. and package programs right here from GGR. Uh, So welcome right back to the Cubicle Live on Ghana Talks Radio. Like I said, uh, just before I introduce my guests, just uh, on Tuesday, uh, AC Milan, Tottenham Hotspur were mad because they lost to AC Milan. But why did you lose to AC Milan in the Champions League? You are crazy. Tottenham, AC Milan are giant in the Champions League, even though uh, in the recent time they have not been there. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain also lost at home to Bayern Munich by a single goal. And then yesterday being Wednesday, Borussia Dortmund beat Chelsea 1-0. At the Iduna uh, Stadium, right? And then Club Bruges lost to Benfica also at home by two goals to nil. But one of the most important results yesterday was between Arsenal and Manchester City, where Pep Guardiola continues to show that he is the boss and the boss of Arteta. Never outside the master, rule number one. So I think that's what's happened to Arteta in the Premier League. And also, Real Madrid beat Elche by four goals to nil. Uh, I'm joined by Lim Jo. Lim Jo, thank you so much for joining me once again. Uh, Lim Jo, just your brief thoughts on the Tuesday uh, fixtures before we get into the Premier League and yesterday matches. Lim. Um, yeah, thank, thank you for having me. It's, it's always a pleasure to to join you, thank you. Sir. Uh, so we talk, we talk uh, sp- football, sports. Um, on t- Tuesday, uh, what games were there on Tuesday again? Tottenham, uh, uh, AC Milan. Yeah, AC Milan and uh, Spurs, and, then uh, the PSG and Bayern Munich. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll start with the Spurs and AC Milan game. I, I, I didn't watch that game, but I, I think when I saw the highlights. I think Spurs gave it a lot of uh, effort to to try and get a, a result from that game. Uh, AC Milan were able to grab that win so that they put an end to their bad their bad spell of uh, games or their terrible January um, yeah 2023 because I don't think they won a match in in January so it was a terrible month for them. So they grabbing a, a win. 
uh, a winning offense like of the round of 16 against um, against Spurs, I think was was crucial because I think Spurs was also going through um, some rough a, a rough there. patch. Yeah. Because yeah, winning against winning against um, Man City in the league, then losing to Leicester City. I mean, you win one of the very important matches that when it comes to like the matches that you can imagine, um, or you could easily win, yeah. and that's where yeah, they like to lose work. So, yeah, I think AC Milan were clever to capitalize on that. PSG, PSG and uh, Bayern Munich, I think it was it was a cagey game. Mm-hmm. First off, mm-hmm. uh, Bayern already had like the telling say mm-hmm. that they were able to grab a goal in that, in that half as well through mm-hmm. Kingsley Coleman. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was good. It was a good first half for Bayern Munich. And then the second half, or let me say until Kylian Mbappe, uh, came on and it looked like everything that Ryan were doing wasn't working well. So it seemed as if um, they couldn't pass. It was more because of the the tactic. I said the tactical brilliance of the the manager. He now got his team to press like really high, mm-hmm. man for man. So the Bayern Munich players could actually they they found it difficult to string. Uh, passes together mm. they couldn't do about four passes continuously and yeah. they struggled and they still play the high lines uh, and I don't know why Julian Nagos didn't like let them revert or change change strategy mm-hmm. one, one thing he did in defense was he was able to retrieve the 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 positions of the 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 three players behind okay. that was the uh, Upabakano then mm. Delete and then uh, Pavard mm. I believe Pavard was starting at right back Mm-hmm. But then later push up Mapkano to that side, and mm-hmm. we saw Pava do well, like he handled yeah, yeah, it yeah, well Nima, yeah. in the centre back. And of which for him as a player, he mostly said he prefers to play as a centre back than a right back. Mm-hmm. But I think the world was exposed to him yeah, as right yeah, back. So 80, yeah. yeah, that's that's just one. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. he did well. He took he took one for the team by getting a red card. That was like a second yellow. Uh, that record, um, I don't know. I was watching the match, and uh, you, you are playing against Neymar. Neymar wants you to get a card so that he can be free to play. You are continuously attacking Neymar. I don't, I don't just get some of these players. You play professional football for a long time. You are still getting these silly yellow cards. I don't know if you saw the sequence, but he and Neymar were on the line throughout the first half. Yes. Uh, so I, I, and I believe Neymar is a clever, is a clever player. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if. It is more of like to attract fouls. Mm-hmm. He knows how to attract them. He mm-hmm. knows how to evade defenders. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as a defender, too, you also have to think ahead, and mm-hmm. sometimes you also have to let the attackers scare you a bit. So mm-hmm. there are certain challenges that yeah, you like nick them one, two times, mm-hmm. and then it's like that they don't want to get close to you because they know that this is what you do. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was the case here at the counter. But when as soon as um, Kylian Mbappe was introduced, the mm-hmm. game changed. The high line that uh, they kept playing was, okay. the, I mean, by yeah, kept yeah, playing yeah, was yeah. so so dangerous. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think yeah, Kylian Mbappe even scored as a result. But then, uh, luckily, Nuno Mendes was flagged upside. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think it will be an interesting encounter yes, when they when they move to um, Germany. Arena. Mm. I I think it will be really. A really KJ encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, when is the games? Bayern Munich. Uh, no, sorry, yeah. Borussia Dortmund and then uh, Chelsea. Let Let's just go Chelsea. to the Chelsea. The Chelsea this in uh, game. <laughs> Graham Potter once again has lost a match. Is there two wins in fourteen matches as Chelsea balls? Bro, this is not happening at Chelsea, but it's really happening. Even though it was a one-nil uh, defeat to Dortmund, they still have a chance in the second leg. But what do you make of the performance as a whole, and what are the chances going to the next leg? Chelsea still have a chance in the second leg. Um, we when when we look at Chelsea, their deficiency is the attack phase, and I think Dortmund did what to handle Chelsea. I, and uh, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea had mo- most of like the possession in the second half. They put a lot of pressure. They they had chances. They actually had chances. Kulibali, Kulibali shot was shot down by a keeper, and then eventually fled off the line by uh, yeah. Imechan. Yeah. In that circumstance, mm. the one thing that I I don't get is Kai Havertz. Mm. 
he was virtually standing there. <laughs> and when a Richard, no, when um, Kulibali took the shot, yeah, and the keeper spilled it, mm. he was virtually just standing watching. Mm-hmm. And so he noticed that the ball, the ball wasn't in the keeper's hands. Mm. Then he made a move. Uh, at the time he made a move, he took only one step, and then a Richard cleared it. I I feel like if it was a striker. Mm. A striker's instinct would always be moving towards the ball, yes, yes, even yes. without knowing that the keeper has caught it firmly or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get it. Yes. There are so many instances that I remember. Uh, I I always remember a player like Wayne Rooney. Yes. Whenever his teammates are taking a shot mm. from distance mm. and he's in and around the box, yeah, he, he starts to make a move towards the keeper. Yeah, he attacks the goal. Yeah. Yes, because as soon as the keeper spills, he'll be there to counter it. Kai Havertz didn't do, any, didn't do anything like that. And you see, that's one thing that doesn't come when you're not a natural striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or when you're not a natural goal no, scorer. Yeah. You might not be a striker, but you might have that instinct. Yeah, yeah. But when you're not a natural goal scorer, you wouldn't have that sort of instinct. And that is what Kai Havertz lacks. Have you have you have you noticed any improve, improvement in the performance of the Chelsea as a team under Grand Pot, even though they are not winning? That, is is there any consolation that you can take in the fact that okay maybe they are playing better now? I, I think with the introduction of Enzo Fernandez and Joao Felix seem to be the ones that are making a difference. Mm-hmm. Joao Felix, um, he's running in behind. He's when he gets a chance, he's able to give certain passes, and uh, same as Enzo, Enzo Fernandez. He's able to make some forward passes that create chances. Um, when I cast them back to the draw against West Ham in the league, mm. the pass from Enzo to Joao Felix for that goal, it was a very good pass. I doubt, maybe maybe Mason Mount has done so, but mm. I doubt he would do it consistently. That is if it was Mason Mount. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you do it one time, then he goes to sleep. Off, yeah. But Enzo Fernandez is looking is always looking for passes like that. He's always looking for passes like that. And I, I think they had a good game. But uh you but, you are highlighting Enzo Fernandez, but if you look at the goal they considered yesterday, he could have, he could have actually made an easy tackle to take off the ball from uh what's his name? Is the Nigerian guy? Adeyemi. It was one on one. Simply put your leg in clear the ball, follow him, get a record or you look at it for a team, then keep your the clean sheet as you go to I, at I, least. I, 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 feel like, I feel like the he felt Adeyemi had lots of work to do. Okay. So he didn't want to foul him because mm. Adeyemi was very quick on in that instance. Mm. He was able to evade him. Mm. But yes, I also feel like um I initially I didn't see who was who was with Adeyemi. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I feel like there something could have been done by whoever was tackling at the Amy. Just like probably nudging off the ball a bit or something. Let it look like a battle so that it's not an obvious uh, denying of a goal scoring chance. So, but, mm-hmm. but I think in, in that instance, yes, the defender didn't do well. And I'll give credit to the Amy as well because after that, there was still a lot of work to be done. And he was able to just take out the keeper and just pass into the empty net. So, yeah, I, I believe Adeyemi also had lots of work to be done, but then the defender was pouring that instance. You know, I, I look at that uh, that goal, and then I, I'm trying to imagine if it was Sergio Ramos or even uh, was it, Martinez of Manchester United. There's no way this ball is going to go without a foul or without the ball going out of truth. But as yes. you said, maybe number six, uh, Enzo is not so much a typical centre-back defender so maybe that's why he couldn't get the ball but it should as you've highlighted the the speed and the the ability of Adeyemi to actually maintain the ball if you see his first touch the control we have the video i think we can show the video you see his first touch the way he controlled yeah. the ball and the way he took the ball just i what do you call it towards the player knowing very well i can beat him i have the pace and then i can go around and quickly but, but, but sometimes you see, that happened in the first minute, like in one minute, mm-hmm. was it in something minutes? Mm-hmm. You, see, you see, at that time, it's still early in the game. Mm. As a defender or as a defensive midfielder, when you are faced with such um, 
type yeah, of a player. Fact, fact. Mm-hmm. And it's more of like you are likely to receive a red card. Mm. And you see it as it is that early in the okay. game. You'll probably cost your team a lot more. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. You'll probably cost your team a lot mm. more. So let us assume that Enzo Fernandez took a fall, got a red card. And was that early in the game. Then that would mean that Dortmund will have a chance to go at their neck throughout the game by them being a man down. And then they missing out on Enzo Fernandez in the return leg. So what makes you feel like Chelsea has a chance in there for the to, to win this particular time? Okay, so throughout the second half, Chelsea kept pushing and pushing. I I really can't explain why they were not able to get a goal. I or I could say that the Dortmund were resilient enough to deny them a goal. But if they continue that same push, it, it looks likely like it, it looks likely that they'll be able to get a result in the second in the second leg. Mind you, their goals scored in the first leg um, they are not they are the away rule doesn't count anymore. So you score one goal, it's there's no advantage to it, whether you are home or away. Mm-hmm. Um Chelsea probably by the second leg mm-hmm. would have gotten their act together mm-hmm. and then they would be able to get a result out of that game so I, and then that's there's the part of Dortmund where they are always misleading when it comes to the most yeah mm-hmm. or when you when you need it the most so mm. there's always that part of Dortmund as well waiting to be explored so yeah, yeah. i mean with these two teams mm. <laughs> I, I feel eventually Chelsea will be able to to qualify uh, some Chelsea fans are still calling for the head of their head coach, Graham Potter. What do you say about that? Should he be sacked? Um, I, I think, as as a fan, as as a fan of the the football club, you rightly want the manager to be sacked because of the poor round of uh, results. But when you look at it from from a neutral point, and then. The, the man has been in, in in charge of the job, I think, four months or five months. And he was given a five-year contract. I mean, if he's sacked, from from the business point of view, the owner is not looking to get him sacked. Because if he's sacked, he has to pay him out of all the, the five-year contract. And that is, that is going to be a huge one. And probably in the next year. Let's just say this whole year, Graham Potter doesn't get a job. But by the next day, he'll get another team to coach. He gets it. And in that sense, they are trying to build uh, Chelsea. The thing is that Chelsea fans are not used to being uh, in this position where, they where are it's now, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it has to be a long-term project. Mm. They are, they've never been, a, a or they have project. never witnessed like a long-term project kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. a manager that comes here for two, three years and he's gone. Two, three years and he's gone. That That is what they've seen a lot of the time. So now this is where a new owner comes in and he, from by the look of things, it's more of like he's in to do a long-term project. So, yes, there's Graham Potter who likes to play within a system or likes to create a system and play within it. And then they've brought so many players. They've done... Yeah, they've brought so many players into Windows. This... And it seems as if, yes, they are going to start a whole project. So, that's what it seems like. Graham Potter, I don't think you'll be starting with time. Yeah, yeah. But I think you'll be getting some results. I think you'll be getting some results starting from this weekend. Mm, okay. I, uh, Maybe uh, there might not be... They're not, they're not, they're not, they would get you like probably a win or a draw mm, and all that. But yeah, I, I think you'll still be as well. I think as as, as long as he's winning games, Chelsea fans will always be by his side. But like I said, Chelsea fans are not used to be... Like you are saying, they're not used to be in this position at all. But let's see what happens. You know, I want us to take a break at this point. Uh, we've discussed the Tuesday fixtures and then yesterday's match between Chelsea and Dortmund. Now, when we come back, bro, I want us to look at uh, yesterday's Premier League match. The match between the top two of the table on the table, Manchester City and Arsenal. Now, people are saying that City are more experienced, have a more experienced manager who knows how to win titles. Arteta has never been where he is in his coaching career. The players in Arsenal very much inexperienced. Is that what's going to differentiate them, them and uh, Man City? Is that what will make Arsenal lose the, the title? Whatever you whatever want to say about it. 
when we come back from this short break, stay with you. Uh, we're still live on the uh, we'll right back. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Every occasion demands the company of good music that fits the purpose. At GTR Sounds, we understand your need to create just the right atmosphere for your wedding or engagement, party, funeral, crusade, political campaign or rally, or just any other event, as well as executive and corporate functions. With our modern and high-quality spinning machines, mixers, microphones, and power amplifiers, binary speakers, and subs, we offer the highest of sound quality and music play at events and functions. At GTR Sounds, we have a team of seasoned and highly experienced sound engineers who understand just the right choice of music for your events. Locate our studios at Aponchi Hotel in Anya or call our numbers 054-8522-897 or 027-3363-973. You can also reach via our email sounds at ghanatalksradio.com. At GTR Sounds, we take care of your events. Yo, GH Trends up. It's all about GH Trends on the Ghana Talks Red here with DJ Kobe Rich, the richest selector. Wahima Lilian as co-host and Alaji Zungu as guest. We are going to give you all the things happening in the entertainment industry during the week. So kindly join us on Facebook every Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Ghana time. And also listen to us on www.ghanatalksradio.com. You know, don't forget to download the app from Apple Store and Google Play Store. Follow us on all social Social media handles. Listen back to the show on the catch up on GTR app. Ghana Talks Radio, giving the interval. Ghana Talks Radio, number one. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertainment yeah, yeah. and package programs right here from GTR. Uh, Ghana Talks Radio. Yeah. Nobody So welcome right back here to the Cubicle Live on Ghana Toss Radio. We are still looking at the sporting events of the week. And now we are looking, we'll be looking at the Arsenal and Manchester City match yesterday. A very tough match. But what happened? 3-1. Arsenal to get water, 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 water. Arsenal fans were peeved, throwing bottles at Kevin De Bruyne and Co. It was so pathetic to see Arsenal fans in that state. But you know what? They have been used to being at the top for almost all the season throughout the season so far the first half of the season but yes they lost and they've lost the first position even though they have a game in hand alim what do you make of this whole race this this title race is now too much open can arsenal hold their ground against Man city for the remainder of the matches to go it, it, it looks like Arsenal is fumbling yeah but then again when when i look at Man city's team as a whole they don't look convincing enough. Yeah, they've won against Arsenal. They've won, they've won against Arsenal every match in the league since 2015. Um, so I was, it was kind of expected. But then when I look at, at the lineup before the game, I noticed that Thomas Partey was not in the lineup. Then I knew that Arsenal were definitely going to lose. With Thomas Partey, it could, you could tell that, okay, they would battle. The, the, it will be a really tough game, and probably Arsenal has a chance. But as soon as I didn't see Thomas Partey in the squad at all, then I knew that Arsenal were definitely going to lose the game. But why? Why do you? Why did you say that since Partey wasn't there? I don't even know Partey is good. But what? The, what was? What was the absence? Or what did the absence of Partey take from the Arsenal side? Okay. Um. Honestly, I didn't watch the game, so I can't really tell like tactically what Partey could have done. And what he couldn't do in certain instances. But what does he but add to the what, team? What does what do you know for but, him to add to the team? Yeah, yeah but what Pate brings to every game is more the recovery, the calmness. When they are being attacked, he's able to spot uh, he's able to spot a dangerous side and then intercept. He's able to recover the ball. He's able he has an eye for pass. And he brings a lot of calmness to their game. So granted, uh, Thomas Pate can 
can bring that. Um, but yeah, like I said, I didn't watch the game, so I can't really comment to which aspects of the game that um, he would have affected. But okay, but now uh, City are City, City are now on top of the league table. Is there any, even though Arsenal has a, a game in Atana, yeah, or is it in hand or something like that? Is there any way Arsenal can get back on top and then maintain a little, even at the point win the league? Can, do you see that happening again? Because it looks like it's almost over for the team. Arsenal can get back on top by winning that game in hand. Um, but then again, you would have to face they have to face City at another point, uh, like during the during the campaign. And then they have the chance to either lose that three points lead, that is if they win a game in hand, or lose that, yeah, like lose that three point lead, or uh, increase it to a six point lead. That is, yeah, if like all things being equal. Um, I mean, for Man City, it's more of experience. The manager has been in this position like so many times. Where he's just lacking around seven, uh, he's just lacking around second for a very long time. And once he gets to the top spot, you know that it's very difficult to to bring him down. And then that is when it's like the team has lost. So maybe maybe the team they have not looked they have not looked their best. I mean, they haven't looked their best. But maybe they could use this as motivation. That okay, now that they are top, then they turn their fortunes around and then just keep going. Yeah, since the, since since the return from the World Cup, City or like let's say Haaland has barely scored like goals as how we know he would be able to score goals yeah, yeah, yeah. before the World Cup, and it is and it's also as a result of the drop in form for Kevin De Bruyne because yeah Kevin De Bruyne at the World injured, Cup yeah, something like that. So with those two players, the drop in form affects the team greatly, but. The position they find themselves in right now could be able to motivate them, and then their, their fortunes will change. Right now, I see Arsenal fumbling the league. That's, that's and uh, I, think, mm-hmm. uh, that, I think that was what a lot of people feared. Even yeah, after, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what they feared. They, yeah. feared. they feared that they would fumble. So, even when it was an eight-point gap, they were still not confident that they were. Definitely going to win it. You know, one, one thing for sure too is that uh, Man City are obviously not going to win the rest of their matches. They will lose some. So I think that's not as a point. But the thing is, that, another question is that does the result put Manchester United in a, at a position where they have a bigger stake in the uh, in in deciding who wins the league this season? Because it looks like if Arsenal draw points as they are doing now, Man you can now go to, to become second or even first. Or what do you see? Um, at the at the moment, I think it's five points between Arsenal, Arsenal and United, or like it's five points between the two teams and uh, Man United. Now, what Man United will be hoping for is that they continue to misbehave amongst themselves, and then I I I don't see Man United really challenging for the title, but they are more of like the dark horses. They are just for them, it's more of like they are moving in a certain direction that they are supposed to move in, and and if if they get lucky, if they get lucky, and, and it's like they find the treasure along the way, that's what the EPL. Then it will be the doing of Arsenal and Man City because they are battling at the top. So for whoever stumbles, and if both of them stumble at the point, and United happens to be very close, and then United like increases speed and then goes beyond them. Then I mean, it, it it will be it will be like a great kind of like trophy run in the EPL this season. Because I don't think anybody ever put my United in the title race, and then one time United got second, uh, a lot of people you, United are in title charge. Then all of a sudden mm-hmm. there was a five point gap. Uh, it, it you, you know, it's it, just five points between Man, the, the the uh City Arsenal and then Manchester United. Fifty one, fifty one and then forty six. The, the the funny thing is that the mm-hmm. funny thing is that it depends on which team the, before you actually say, Oh, it is just five points. If it was Man City on top or let's just say if it was Man City that led Arsenal eight points before, you wouldn't say it was just. You would say that was a huge gap. Right. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah, 
you say that's a huge gap. And you know that definitely there's, there's little chances of Man City fumbling that lead. But when it was Arsenal, it was eight points. A lot of us knew that wasn't enough. A lot of us knew that they needed more because yes, they were yes. likely to fumble along the line yes. and Man City will catch up with them. Yeah. So that's why it seems like no. Mm-hmm. Man, Man United do not have do not have like their character mm-hmm. at the moment mm-hmm. to say that okay, uh, I see Arsenal and Man City misbehaving at the top, so mm-hmm. let's go. We are going to win every match there is. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't see. I don't see my United with that character. Okay. Or that quality. With games that Casemiro missed, you could see how my United struggle to even uh, get a get draw. Yeah. yeah. At least uh, uh, at Ultra for the game, they struggle to get a draw. Mm. Although the the players were like, no, we don't have to lose this game, and mm. it was more because they had been um they had been on a, a very long winning streak, so mm. it gives them a sense of how good it is to win games. Mm. So then they didn't want to have the feeling that they've lost. So probably that checked in for the guys and then they were like, no, we don't have to lose it. And then they actually went on to equalize. The same could be said for the return leg at uh, at LA Road against uh, Leeds mm. again. Mm. And yeah, that one, they, they found some reason how to win that game. The next game against Leicester, mm. I think Casemiro will still be out for. <coughs> Sorry, yeah. Sorry, will still be out for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at how they will be able to fare in that game without Casemiro, and especially with Leicester also. Now, it's kind of picking up, my, picking up their form, yeah. Yeah, against against Spurs. Yeah, yeah. uh, that will be an interesting game to watch. But as it stands, I don't think my United really have the tools to. To, to go on and yeah. win the title, or to say that they are, they can't they are win the title. Mm. Yeah, and they're in the title race. But okay. Mm-hmm. The title remains that if those two are the top and they're going to play again, mm. let's just assume that Arsenal wins. Mm. Let's just assume that Arsenal wins their, their mm-hmm. next encounter. Mm-hmm. That is the match game. next encounter. Mm. Now, and United also keep winning. Now, it closes up the gap mm-hmm. between, mm-hmm. like, amongst all, the, all those teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it might get like really interesting, but as it stands now, it's still interesting. And let's see what my United can also do to also add to, to the whole spice of the league. I know uh, Manchester United fans, even though they don't, they don't want openly admit that they are interested in the league title. But it looks like yeah, uh, in the case where even City beats Arsenal in their next match against each other. Uh, City opens a three uh, three point gap. Arsenal will lose three points against uh, against Manu. If Manu keeps winning, that will just be two points back to two points, and two points can easily be erased if you lose one match or even draw. Uh, so it's, it's getting more interesting and interesting on or in the EPL. I want us to take a break at this point again. Our last break for the show or for today. Uh, when we come, we're looking at a match that is going to come on today. A match between two giants, which is actually happening. At a stage or in a competition where no one will have dead conceived that uh, these giants will be playing each other in. But that is why where we are today in the football world. We have Barcelona hosting Manchester United at the Camp Nou in the Europa League playoffs. When we come back, we look more into that particular match. Stay tuned. We will write back after the short break. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. What's up, people? I go by the name Coin Takra. Coin, oh, yeah. Now with the level bang. Now listen, time it's Coin Takra every Friday on Ghana Talks Radio, 7 p.m. to 8:30 p.m. Someone money with the doubt. But I got another segment for you guys. Now listen, it's all about the up and coming round table. You be rapper, you the sing, or you feel say you get talent, you get songs. Now listen, send your song and picture via round table at ghanatalksradio.com or just WhatsApp us. On 020 254 4614. 
up and coming artists round table and listen every week beyond we go select 10 best artists our judges good day studio ombeti enyumunu no omusu omayi omu best one but we never forget the fans and all on all social media and one our street and so no then go vote new obedi kang no we go invite them for studio and we get surprises for the artists what you see so last friday of every month we go invite the first week second week third week in yodi kang no near the one bus studio we get so many prizes for the soldiers so up and coming round table if you be artist Charlie just put a song there you go blow am one and you call me we be am am ya da wadin jajain All right, this is Villa Showbiz Entertainment Show right here on Ghana Talks Radio. Join me every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT as I interview artists all over Ghana. But it's not about pulling knife, pulling gun, or any stuff. No, you are not a gangster. All right. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you normally go to the ghetto? The, uh, ghetto there, no matter what, it will be there. So, That's where. Uh, do you do it? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> They want to touch your foot, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I will also bring you new songs of the week. Top 10 songs of the week. Ghana Talks Radio giving the youth a voice. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so welcome back right here to the cubicle live on Ghana Talks video. We are still discussing uh, the sporting events of the week so far. And at this point, we're looking at Man U Barca. Uh, Lame Joe, when we were growing now, we all knew Manchester United and Barca to be the two, one of the two, the two biggest clubs in Europe. So they, they are. But one thing they are not doing is they are not playing in the Champions League. Even though that may change next season. But currently, they are both in Europa playing a playoff. What do you make of the situation and what, who do you see uh, beating or coming up top in this particular fixture? Um, the situation, that, yeah, that's, that's how competitive football has gotten now. Um, everybody is getting a case of quality players. Everybody is sort of like improving factors and all. So, I mean, like the standards, are, the standards keep going high. So, I mean, if you slow down and sort of progression and development, you'll be caught. Yeah, yeah. So that's what has happened to Barcelona and then, um, and then Man United as well. Um, this game, actually, this game will really be caged because now these are two things that are at my eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they have absolutely good results going for them. So, it's, it's going to be a really tough game. I'm looking at, I'm looking at Barca probably getting a win or it's going to be a draw. I'm saying that I'm saying that because Man United have also sort of like galvanized in their mind they are going to compete for every every title available to them and try and win as many. So um still Man United is currently in, in all four competitions. That is uh, like yeah they have a chance to win the Premier League. As we discussed already, yeah, yeah, that's like a very slim chance. They are in the FA Cup, they are in the Europa, and mm-hmm. then they are in the Carabao final, which I think will be played later this month. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I, 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 as for the team, they are looking at being able to grab everything that comes their way. So they are going to fight. Um. But are also in a position where they are they sort of like rebuild or they are rebuilding. And this is going to be like a really good test because for what it seems, it seems as if a lot of it, it seems as if a lot of the teams in Spain are not that competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't offer Barcelona a lot of competition. Mm-hmm. But on the other way, the other way around, uh, Madrid find themselves always losing some of these games, and it's quite funny. It's quite funny how. It, it seems kind of easy to both teams, but then it's Madrid that usually takes the four, and then Barcelona uh, just like <laughs> right through and then they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, the way I'm looking at this game is going to be very cagey. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think Barca is either a win or draw for Barcelona. Uh, uh, Xavi is currently on an 11 game winning streak. Uh, he has the chance to break his boss's record as Barca. That will be against Manchester United today. For me, I personally think that Manju, their mindset at this point is very, very strong when going into games, even though they lose recently or they lose some of their games. But it will be difficult for Barca to beat them, even though Barca is like on a high, on a high. So, like you said, it's going to be a very, very tough game. It's going to be very tough. Even though maybe it's in Europa, they don't give put all their best, but it looks like this encounter is something that football fans will love to see what happens. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the other thing is that, mm-hmm. yes, it's in Europa. So uh, you think that they won't put all their best in. But looking at a manager like Ten Hag, he's always like the person that will not yeah, compromise. Yeah, on, on the standard, like, yeah. Yeah, he wants to take everything that comes his way. Mm-hmm. That's how Ten Hag looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, then the other thing is that United always find it difficult beating teams from Spain. Mm-hmm. No matter, the no matter the level of the yeah. team, they always find it very difficult beating the teams from Spain. Uh, it could be Cardiff, it could be Suicide, yeah, it could be whoever. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. find it difficult beating teams from Spain. So, that, that would be very interesting to uh, see, yeah. on their side. Uh, have you have you uh, uh, do you have you have you done any have you come across this uh, reports that Barca are actually under investigation for some uh, bribery allegations uh, uh, to the risk? yeah uh, what do you make yeah, of that actually, story yeah. yeah I actually saw um, reports that in I think it was under their previous their previous uh, administrations yeah yeah, uh, yeah president. Pre- previous president that's uh, Joseph Bartomeu. Where they made payments to, was it the referee? I think so, the La Liga yeah, referee. Yeah, yeah association company, vice president. Yeah. There. So I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised because because of the president that was involved. Yeah, yeah, because of but of you. He's had so many scandalous um, cases. Uh, yeah, so many scandalous activities mm. to his name. Mm. The purchase of the purchase of Neymar from Santos. Mm. Uh, there are so many question marks. I don't mm. know if the answering all, all those question marks that are around the transfer from Santos to Barcelona. But, uh, that is one. Mm. Uh, I think Coutinho's transfer from Liverpool from, uh, from Liverpool was also another. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the, the, the man himself has been involved. I think that he has made Barca's front this deep and they are still paying for his uh, bad administration. You see so mm-hmm. that, that that's that's what it seems like. The Barca is right now still paying for Joseph yeah, the, the, the sense, yeah, the sense of their former president. Yeah. Do you think do uh, you think this has any effect on the playing body, like in their matches going forward? Say again. Do you think this uh, news will have any effect on the playing body, the the team when they are going to in going to matches? No, I I believe I believe that. These are professional players, mm-hmm. and then they understand what they need to do. Yes, mm-hmm. there's no denying that they are humans as well. But then, then again, they ha- they have to know how to be able to block out such news, because I mean, when you're playing professional football, this is not just you on the pitch. It's there are whole bodies of uh, administration and all that that are running clubs. But I mean, when people come to the stadium, they're not going to. They're not going to be watching Joseph Batumi on the screen. Or, yes, 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 yes. Or Juan yes. Laporta on the screen. Mm, mm, it is the players the that players. they're going to watch. Okay. And those are professional players that are paid like thousands of euros per week. Millions, bro. <laughs> yeah, these players are playing millions per year. Yeah, I understand you. Yeah. So they, so when the fans come, they expect to see a good showing from the players. Yes, and the yes. players would also have to equally uh, give them a good show. Mm, mm, mm. So I, I I can't say that I can't say that the players should be affected or mm. they know themselves that they, they can't be affected by whatever is in the news. Mm. I, I mean Barca Barca recently have been labeled with so many bad news where mm. they can't they can't even uh, register some of their players and all that. But yeah, they yeah. still went on a one setting game. So I believe they should be able to put this behind them. Okay, thank you so much. Uh 
It's good to hear your take on these issues. Just briefly, on Saturday, Aston Villa social hosting uh, Arsenal against their former coach, Embry. Well, now, Embry, do you think Arsenal has the opportunity to come back after this poor run of, of, of results in, I think, 1-1 one, one against Brentford, they've lost against Man City. Do you think they can come back against Aston Villa? Just shortly. Arsenal has to. At this point, they, they don't have an excuse. But it's not what is putting the pressure on them, but the pressure is getting to the players. If you feel like they have to win, they have to win. These are any experienced players. I don't know. It's yes. it is getting to the coach himself. Or don't you see? They, they are inexperienced players for the sort of job that is at hand. Mm -hmm. You get it. Mm. But you, you have, you have uh, Mikel Ateta, mm. who was assistant manager to mm -hmm. Pep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you would know how it feels to be in a position like this. Not exactly knowing how, but, but yeah. you would have an idea how yeah. it is to be in a position like this okay. and how to react. Okay, okay. You get it. Mm. He has players like Zinchenko and uh, Gabriel Jesus mm -hmm. around the dressing room. G Gabriel, I don't think he's... Uh, and even Party. Even Party has Mad uh, Mad Madrid also went through something like that. Yes. So he, he would have players that... Some players that understand. A lot of, a lot of the players in the squad won't understand how it is, but they will also feel the pressure. And they the really have to, have to win. They have to, yeah. Turn up. So as soon as they, as soon as they win... And then they feel like the pressure is getting lighter because now when winning becomes second nature to them, the pressure as in the they've been caught up will be lighter. We first of all, we all started from this zero point and then yeah, yeah it's shot up to where it is now. Mm, so if mm. you lose that and somebody comes to overtake you, you really have to see what you did wrong and, and correct it. And just hope that the other person will also lose that like you did. Wonderful. That's what yeah. oh. I think this is where we bring our conversation to a point. Thank you so much, Lee, for sharing your input, your your thoughts with us. I think this this weekend there are a lot of matches in the Premier League and then uh, La Liga and uh, Syria are, but not so big matches. Uh, Man City will face Nottingham Forest away. Uh, Wolves host Bournemouth, Newcastle and Liverpool. I think this one, this one, this one match that we can look out for: Newcastle United versus Liverpool. Uh, Newcastle will be playing uh, Man U in a, in the final two. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. But Lim, thank you so much, bro, for joining me and for uh, sharing your insight with us on these stories. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Uh, this is where we put our conversation uh, to an end live here on Ghana Talks Radio. We've been looking at a few stories uh, from Tuesday's features in the Champions League uh, to yesterday's Arsenal's defeat to Man City, having and uh, losing their their spots in the fair on the fair or on the top of the table. But they still have a game in hand. How is the team, how is the coach reacting? Let's see. Let's wait to see on Wednesday as they face Aston Villa. But yeah, tonight uh, we have Barca playing Manchester United in the Europa League uh, playoffs. Big giant in a small arena. Let's see who is able to push the other and then come out uh, the victor. My name has been Lassa Loris and this has been a cubicle. I've been held down here by DJ Charm. I wouldn't win for production. want to say... Uh, stay safe and enjoy, continue to enjoy our programs. You can watch all our shows live and colored on the GTR TV on our website at www.ganatosreal.com and also on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and also on YouTube at Ganatos Radio. My name is Lance Lawrence and this has been a cubicle. Uh, until next time, stay safe and bye-bye. This is Ganatos Radio, the best station. to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio.